The STSA Ministries Open House 2020 is now available. Community members can view videos and download resources from our speakers on a variety of topics, including liturgical worship, children and youth, volunteering, and more. Check it out now at stsaministries.org. You're listening to Bringing an Ancient Faith to a Modern World with Father Anthony Messa, where we explore ways to encourage and equip the local Orthodox Church. Let's get started. Well, welcome back to the Bringing an Ancient Faith to a Modern World podcast. I'm your host, Father Anthony, and we're in the fourth part of our series, Questions Great Leaders Ask. Just as a a reminder, in part one of this series, we asked the question, what would a great leader do? And I said about how if, if you want to be great in any aspect of your life, whether it's leadership or fatherhood or servant or husband or wife, always stop and ask yourself, what would a great blank do? In part two, we ask the question, will this get me closer to my goal? So not will this get me to my goal, but will this get me closer to my goal? Part three, we had Father Abraham as a special guest, and he answered the question, he, he encouraged us to ask the question, am I getting too comfortable? We saw how a true life of leadership, Christ-like leadership, can never be the same as comfort. And today, for our final question in this series, we have another special guest, Father Timothy Pham. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. For those who don't know, uh, we're glad to have you, uh, Father Timothy. Father Timothy serves alongside uh, myself and Father Abraham at STSA Church in Arlington, Virginia. And Father Timothy, if I'm not mistaken, been a priest for about two years. Is that right? Almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. If I remember correctly, it was actually your one-year anniversary, which is the first Sunday that COVID hit us. It was the first Sunday we had to cancel church. So you have a special place in all of our hearts, Father Timothy. For sure. It was my coronaversary <laughs> is what I tell people. So there yeah. you go, your coronaversary. So given that you are, you know, approaching two years almost of, of leadership, I'm sure there's um, a lot you have, a lot of lessons you've learned in that short time. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a learning process um, throughout. And I have um, a lot of people to look to um, for leadership um, in their experience, both Father Anthony and Father Abraham. Uh, but yeah, for sure, there's been a lot of, it's a, it's a big learning curve. We'll just say that. Okay, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> okay, well, let's take some of that experience and share it with everyone listening. What is the one question that you ask yourself as a leader? Yeah. So the the first thing that came to mind for me is um, how am I listening? How am I listening? Um, And I think that question in particular for me personally um, is, I think it's an essential question for any leader to ask themselves, regardless of um, the capacity of their leadership. Um, And and I truly think it's like one of the most valuable traits that we can all kind of think about. How am I listening? Okay. So what do you mean by that? How am I listening? Because a lot of times listening is one of those things that we all think we're doing, but you know, how would you expand on that, that question? Yeah, I think we're all, um, regardless of who you are, we're always listening to a lot of people around us. Um, we could be listening to like other leaders. Um, we can be listening to our family members. We can be listening to coworkers, um, to people that we're leading. Um, but if we're honest in, in like the, the, the deep part of the question is, we might be listening, but are we really listening like effectively? I don't think we're always listening effectively. Okay, you, you hit a buzzword there for me. You know that I love uh, effective, effect, doing things effective and being efficient. There's nothing I hate more than being inefficient. <laughs> so um, elaborate on the connection between being effective 
and listening. Yeah, I, I think it it applies across all um, examples of the, the people I just mentioned. Um, but the purpose is for me when I'm listening to someone speak, am I just listening to the words that are coming out, out of their mouth kind of ready to respond? Or am I listening to hear even beyond their words, not just what their words are saying, but what are they really trying to communicate? Um, and I think we've all been there where we're trying to communicate something and sometimes it's difficult to communicate it. Um, but it's really helpful when you have somebody that's a good listener um, that listens to you and kind of knows what you're trying to get to. Um, so it comes down to, am I, am I challenging myself to really hear and listen um, beyond just even the words that are being spoken? You, you said something there, which I think we can all agree with. I think we've all been in a conversation where we feel like the other person just isn't, isn't listening to us. Okay? And I was in one of those recently. And of course, it has to be, like you said, effective efficiency. It was like an hour-long conversation where I just felt like the person like, wasn't understanding. And I remember I kept saying like, okay, we just don't see things eye to eye right here. You can see it this way. The person kept trying to convince me a certain thing. And I was just like, we just, we don't see it that way. So nothing is more frustrating. I think we would all agree than when we are trying to communicate something and the other person um, just isn't listening to us. Can you give us an example maybe that you've seen or experienced? There's plenty of examples. One that comes to mind specifically is um, if somebody's, let's say, going through a problem in their life and they're coming to you and they're speaking to you, whether you're a friend or, or you know, a mentor or whatever it may be, um, it's easy for us if we're in the position of somebody seeking advice from us to go through like a formula and to say encouraging words here and there to try to encourage the person you know, in front of you quickly. Um, but it's much harder to kind of listen and deeply listen and to try to dig deeper into the, the root of the issues involved and to really go deeper with the person and be patient um, in your listening. If I was going to kind of put like, uh, like a virtue on it, so to speak, I would say it's more about listening with like compassion and humility, um, listening with compassion and humility versus just trying to problem solve right away. Um, so it's not less, less think less formula, more listening with compassion. Which as, as leaders, you know, I think we're naturally we kind of go towards that, like solving problems and giving answers. So I think that's a great perspective of, of humility and compassion. It's a great perspective to have as church leaders. And I think we always, um, I would say always, but it, naturally as a leader, you want to problem solve. It's kind of like, you know, you're, you're, if you're, let's say, leader of a company um, and there's an issue at hand, um, your job is to problem solve. Your pro job is to figure it out. Um, and the temptation is to quickly figure it out rather than going deeper and kind of figuring out a longer term solution rather than just a quick fix based on some formula that's in your head. Um, and it happens to us, too, as you know, as priests, you know, we're human. So um, it happens to us as well where, OK, we'll do one, two and three to solve this problem here. Or I can just pause, listen, dig deeper. And that's going to have a much longer and long lasting um, impact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Uh, as you're talking right there, I'm thinking to myself, one of the things that I, I, you know, I've been doing this priesthood thing for a few years now. In the beginning, I, when someone used to come and maybe disagree or complain or whatever, or, or two people have a conflict, you think to yourself, like, this one's right, this one's wrong, or why does this person just, but then what I've come to realize, as you're saying right here is, is if you take the time to truly listen, like sometimes, so often we answer what the person is saying, but there's something underneath it. So a person comes to me and says, you know, you should have done this and you should have done this and you should have done this. And what's underneath it is the person just feels left out. Or the person mm -hmm. feels unloved 
or the person feels like I didn't respect them. So I could sit there and say, no, and I did, you know, call this and no, you didn't see this. And, and, and that's not getting us anywhere versus just simply to say, okay, you know what? I, I, I feel bad that I, that I, you know, I, I miss you or something like that, or just a few nice words. And actually it's probably good in our marriages too with our children is that this exactly this idea that you're saying of not answering what the words, okay, but listening to see what is behind those words. Yeah, and I think it's it's um, something that is definitely more difficult um, and it requires more patient, more time, more effort. Um, but like I said before, I think it's much more effective in the long run. So if you're all about uh, efficiency, like Father Anthony and, and being effective, um, to me, I, I think for sure from that standpoint, it's, it's a much better uh, result in the long run. Um, and even more than that, to the person in front of in front of us, I think they appreciate that. They appreciate that they feel like they're being heard, even though beyond their words. Um, so to me, this this like how am I listening and asking ourselves that question consistently? Um, it's really important. And would you say that that sometimes, you know, in your experience, that sometimes actually there's no answer. You know, that actually listening means you don't have to have any solution at all, but just providing a listening ear. Yeah, I would say a lot of times that's the case. Um, there's a lot of times where I don't have an answer. And, and again, that requires humility to just say, you know what, I'm not sure here, but I'm here to listen to you. I'm here to be a, like, a, give, you know, like my, uh, be a friend, be a friend, just listen, um, not necessarily giving advice or problem solving. Um, and again, that's really helpful uh, in a lot of situations because um, you may think the person wants a solution where in, in reality, they just want somebody to, to listen to them, to hear them out to see what they're going through um, and somebody to kind of show that compassion um, as they're going through their problem. Okay. This is great stuff. This is great stuff. Can you give us, okay, we talked about, you know, kind of the theoretical, can you give us an example, maybe how you've seen this play out or something that, you know, you've witnessed or experienced yourself, something to kind of drive this point home with our listeners? Yeah, I think something that, that comes to my mind um, is, so we have like the best volunteers at SCSA, but, um, you know, sometimes there's difficulty in ministry, like there's difficulty in any ministry. Um, and maybe somebody comes and presents a conflict. And I, I use the word and I saw it sounds like a big word, but no, it just, there's an issue or a problem that needs solving. Um, and I think it's easy for me um, now that I've been at SCSA for a couple of years almost to say, well, this is how our system is, this is how we do things. Um, and kind of, instead of, again, instead of listening to the person's, beyond the person's words, to kind of get defensive or or try to problem solve quickly, to, to go that route. Um, but I don't think that's effective. Like I actually, I think we're doing a disservice both to the ministry and to the individual. Um, what I should be asking myself is, okay, let me listen a little bit deeper to what the person is saying. And who says we're, you know, the way we do things is the end all be all where we're constantly evolving, we're constantly changing things. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe there is a better way. Maybe there is a better approach to how we're doing this um, ministry here or this ministry there. Um, so I think that one key thing for us, and I hope our, our volunteers would agree, is that we're willing to hear them out. We're willing to hear them out. We're willing to listen. Um, and I think that they, we again, we have the best volunteers in the world. Um, and if they see something and they come to us, they know they come to us in confidence and we can hear them out. And that transparency, that openness, like creates a great working environment that allows for people to, to truly like, you know, take ownership of ministry and, and to not feel like they're confined or whatever. They can come to the priest or whoever um, that's in charge of that ministry. 
Um, and I think it, it works the same way with our staff as well. You probably have met, have heard us mention our staff before on, on this podcast. Um, we have the best staff in the whole world. Um, and I think that openness and that constant going back and forth and trying to figure things out together um, is what makes SDSA great, to be honest, is, is that openness and that ability to listen to each other. Absolutely. And that's could not agree with you more. So um, thank you so much for joining us today, Father Timothy. We really uh, appreciate it. And thank you for helping us uh, wrap up this series on great, lead- great questions that great leaders ask. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Thank you uh, for having me. Thank you. And, and thank you to everyone for listening today. Uh, we'll be back next month with a brand new topic. And if you'd like to suggest any topics for future episodes, please feel free to email us at ministries at stsa.church. That's ministries at stsa.church. And in the meantime, please be sure to check out our open house, which is available for free now at stsaministries.org. We'll see you all next time. Thanks again, Father Timothy. Thanks, everyone. Navigate at your own pace through over 25 Orthodox and leadership topics as our priests, staff, and volunteers share lessons they've learned and resources we use every week to bring an ancient faith to a modern world. Available to access now for free at stsaministries.org.